Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What's going on, you guys? Happy Friday. Happy hour. I know you missed us. We had a whole week where we didn't have an episode out, and I know everyone was just so upset about it. I know I was. Hell, I know we missed each other. I know. Ashley, tell them why we couldn't have the episode. Well, we have had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in the past 10 days since Thanksgiving. One of those lows includes that I was out for the count, not with COVID, let the record state. Maybe the flu? Is that still a thing? We forget that sicknesses still exist, I think, in light of a post-pandemic world. We forget in a that post-pandemic people- world where we're not like in elementary school where people are all getting sick at once. Yeah, yeah. Like normal adults like just still get severely sick. And so I was down for the count, the kind where your teeth are like chattering in bed. No. <laughs> um, and now I'm on a, like a nice dose of antibiotics, which – We'll see. Make sure that doesn't counteract with any uh, festivities that we have going on this weekend. And while Ashley was being sick and now is slightly getting over her sickness, I was a different kind of sick. Yes. We all fight different battles. Everyone has their own version of Vietnam and Abby's (laughs) was different than mine. (laughs) Okay. Ashley, do you remember how hungover I was on my 23rd birthday? Yeah. Let the record state that we found her at at like seven in the morning, passed out on the bed in the Airbnb, fully closed with every light on in the place. With my tiara still on. I'm going to put that on the story, okay? And she bought cheap Shein jewelry and her neck was coated. (laughs) Her neck was coated in a layer of green, how your skin gets from fake jewelry. And lest we forget, this, when I first saw you, we all met up in Austin. The second I saw you, you're like, I got this good story. I was going crazy in the airport, going through TSA. And this cheap shin jewelry I was so excited about snapped and went <laughs> all the beads went rolling all over the floor in TSA <laughs> off my neck. And so I was already making fun of what you were wearing. And then you woke up with the green neck and that was all hold off. But needless to say, I do remember how hungry over you were you look and that's why you you never buy necklaces from Shein only (laughs) earrings my earrings have never failed me from there um Um, but yes so (laughs) my 23rd birthday in Austin I think really to this day is the most hungover I've ever been like I couldn't even look at a piece of food for like eight hours the next day like everything was gonna make me yak and to be honest Sunday of this weekend kind of up there with on par with that like I was so wrecked. I was in so much pain all day. And the real issue was I ate dinner pretty early in the night because we were going out early. So I ate dinner at like five at my house, went out, drank a lot of hard alcohol. I don't know who I thought I was, like a 19-year-old drinking vodka bread bowls. That's gross. That is gross. How dare I, really? Like, I'm very (laughs) upset. And the reason this always, always happens, when men are buying me drinks – I will drink to excess because I'm not paying for it. No, and if I'm not paying for it, I'm going to keep going. Listen, we're only 24. 
completely yeah. understand. And also the way I'm going to keep saying it with that same tone, we're only 43. I'm going to keep saying it like that yeah. <laughs> until the day yeah. we die. Okay. But actually we're only 24. There's no yeah. issue with drinking excess. The issue I see is the vodka Red Bulls. What are you, an animal? No. Did you crash? Did you crunch the Red Bull cans on your forehead after you finished each one? <laughs> No, I don't know if you've ever ordered a vodka Red Bull, but they come in a cup like a vodka soda. They like mix it I for see. you. Okay? I'm, I'm hip. I know the so, color. So anyways, I don't know why I was ordering that, but I was joking. Actually, it was like a weird turn of events because I was joking about drinking a vodka Red Bull, but I wasn't actually going to order that. But then when we got to Aldine's, I met this man and he was six foot 11 and he looked like a tree, not a man. And I said, hello, sir. Oh, you're tall. What? On the record state, you text me and you said, you know what? I get it. I understand where you're coming from because my yes, because position- I had to crane my neck just to look up at him and I'm like, wow, people feel this way about me? My God. And also in a crowded place, imagine trying to listen to him talk. Yeah, it was loud as hell. I was like, hello? And he had to like bend down so far. I was like, what's going on up there? Did you kiss something, him? Your neck would have gotten sore. Something nefarious <laughs> was going on up there and he could see all of it. And I was like, what are you drinking? And he was definitely older than us. Like, I'm going to guess like mid thirties. And he was like, you know what? I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm drinking a vodka Red Bull. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, like I'm 21. And I said, okay, well, that's what I'm drinking too. And then the rest of the night he was feeding me vodka Red Bulls like it was water. <laughs> the rest and was I was just dancing around. He had this whole group of friends. Everyone was visiting. And guess who spent the night with their head in the toilet and all the next day? Me. I got something to say about that. In Austin, it was like, haha, this is so fun. You're in a Airbnb with like a bunch of friends, but instead yeah. you went back. Did your roommates go out with you? No, I was with um, not my roommates, but a different group of girls. So you went back alone to your apartment and alone you had your head in the toilet all night. Um, no, no, I wasn't alone. I went back to my friend's apartment oh. so and slept on her couch because I was incapacitated and I wasn't about to go home or get in an Uber because I was going to puke in that Uber and it was going to be $200 charge. So I said, I will be laying on your couch. And she said, perfect. Wouldn't it be the first or the last time that you did that? <laughs> no. And then the next day I was like, I'll be fine. I just need to eat something. Funny that you threw up. That's funny that you threw up and you still were incapacitated. No, I'm never doing that again. Ever, 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 ever. Mark my words. So when did also, you start feeling like yourself again? Oh, also, you sent me like some snaps. Um, is that what the kid's saying? Are they calling them snaps? You sent me some <laughs> the next morning and you were like, I got up for like a second. I'm back in yeah. bed. I'm not going to get up. And you still had all your makeup on from the night before. Oh, 100% because I couldn't even stand long enough to wash my face. <laughs> I needed to lay down. And at what point were you able to feel like yourself again today, this moment? No, honestly, this is what I'm saying. I think it's the hangover was blurring into sickness or something because I felt hungover again on Monday and I was like, ain't no way. I'm hungover two days in a row. Like I'm only 24. Come on. Come ain't, on no, ain't no body. rest for the Get wicked, huh? <laughs> and everyone informed me that you can be hungover for you can 100 percent. when um but yeah not doing that again okay so do we want to talk about that was an extreme low but do we want to talk about one of our highs that we have going for us what did you send me the other night when you were at that brewery you had like something life life changing if you will happen to you. it was the equivalent of you getting scouted in a mall at eight and it actually working out Yes, it is the equivalent of that. Um, it's been my lifelong dream. <laughs> lifelong. It's maybe the last <laughs> It's been a dream of mine on my bucket list, at least, there to you get recognized in the wild. 
And that happened this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, before the puking, before everything went downhill, I was at a bar and I got approached by a stranger, a fan, if you will, who came up and said, tapped me on the shoulder. I turned around, fully expecting like a man to be talking to me because that's the way my brain works. It's this nice girl. She's like, sorry to bother you. Are you Abby? And I was like, yes. Am I Abby? Am I? Today I'll be anything you want. And she said, sweetheart. She said, oh my gosh, like, I just wanted to say hi. I love your TikToks. I see them all the time. I commented on this recent one about you asking a boy out in a bar, blah, blah, blah. And I said, shut up. Not a fan (laughs) asking me to like, I'm like, do you want an autograph? Do you want a a glossy out of your purse? You're like, you want me to sign your your chest? Went straight to my head. My ego (laughs) through the roof. Insane. Um, That's really special. And hopefully it continues. Yes. And that's first of many, if you will. A girl and I will remember dream. I took a video. It was really cute because all the friends I were with were so excited for me and everyone was like hyping me up. They were like, oh my gosh. And we have a video evidence of it. It's a whole thing. Okay. That's really lovely. And a Christmas miracle perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. just throw your cards down now because you've you've accomplished it all. Nothing like a wannabe star getting her first taste of fame. That's really what I needed to keep me going. <laughs> to keep you hungry. Yeah. It reminded me what I'm doing this all for. <laughs> um, how was your also – because we have – we'll talk more later about this personally. You can just do a little gloss over right now. But we haven't talked at all. How was your trip to Ohio? We haven't talked at all since Ohio. We haven't Ohio. talked at all Ohio, about that. We'll talk more about lovely. it later though, but – Give them a spark notes version. An absolutely stunning strip mall. I believe it was called The Green. <laughs> Highlight of my life. Great bookstore there. Great options for shops. We bopped around. We went to Old Navy. It was Black Friday. And believe it or not, people are still showing up and shipping out for Black Friday. People are at the malls. They are buying things. It was very interesting. Um, Really just cutesy vibes. We did a gingerbread house competition. I know you're not good at arts and crafts. How did yours go? To be honest, way better than I thought. You're getting better then. <laughs> I was like amazed. I was like, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done. Plus, I have no patience. So like yeah. after I decorated one wall, I was like, can we be done? It's like doing it with <laughs> a three-year-old. I tried really hard and I was really proud of it. Okay. Good. Um, did you – were you forced to either trot or <laughs> turkey trot or go out for beers the night before? No trotting and no beers the night before. Just really some wholesome content. Good old family fun. We watched About Time. We watched Last mm. Christmas. And we Last watched Christmas Little Women. Me. Those are all wonderful, beautiful selections. All yes. ones that draw a tear from my eye for vastly different reasons. Truly. I was feeling emotion. I read two books. It was great. What Little Women are you? Uh, why am I asking? You're Amy. <laughs> yeah, I'm for sure Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is obsessed with men and always wants to be the center of attention. And you know what? I relate. You are 100% an Amy. Which one are you? Um, I think that I am – I don't think I'm 100% one. If I had to like slice and dice it, I would say 70% Joe, maybe 30% Amy. I think you're Meg. Oh, I don't think I'm Meg. Beth is the youngest one that dies, right? I don't think – yeah, no one ever wants Spoiler. to be Beth. When, when, when you're a little kid, no one ever wants to be Beth. Um, I think I'm the mom a little bit. I think I'm Laura Dern. You, you, do you really think that I'm, I'm Meg? I'm Laura Dern. There's several reasons I don't think I'm Meg. 
first of all, the way that she loved her husband so much, even though he couldn't provide her the lifestyle she was used to. I just don't know if that's something I would go for. <laughs> I meant in the way she relates to the sisters. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Obviously, we're not all exactly like the characters. I, I can't like- paint to save my life, and I'm Amy. Okay, here's what it is. I feel as though... If Meg got more screen time that wasn't about focused on her marrying a poor mm-hmm. man, they painted him in yeah. a bad light when he was devastatingly handsome. If she got more screen time showing her per- fun personality, mm-hmm. I think I'd relate to her more. But all I yeah. hear about is her $1,000 fabric that she bought. You know, it's <laughs> so fair. Um, I do. I never read the book when I was a kid, though. I want to read it. Uh, but Beth, no one, no one ever wants to be Beth. <laughs> Beth is just like the quiet, sweet one who they all say is better than them, and it's really cute. It's like Beth is the best of us all. I'm like, mm-hmm. but is she? <laughs> or is she just not mean and outspoken? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that brings us into our Christmas movie bracket that we're going to kick things off with. Ooh, a bracket. Yeah, I know that you're sports minded. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Give me a beer. Give me a bracket. Let's go. <laughs> um, so our first one that we are going to see go head to head is Love Actually versus The Holiday. And also, did you see that it was going around like yesterday or something that The Holiday was having a sequel? Did you see that it was fake news according to yes. the toast? Nancy herself, Nancy Myers herself was like, you guys, I didn't say this. She came out of the woodwork and she was like, everyone, your hopes, oh, bring them back down. You say out of the woodwork, but I follow her on Instagram and she's always posting <laughs> shots. Out of the woodwork, but you're shots. like, no, not my woodwork. Not my woodwork. She's always posting stills from the movie sets. Um, but Love Actually versus The Holiday. You know, this is a tough one for me personally because both of them are fantastic and must-sees of, of the season. But for me... I didn't have the same nostalgic clutches of the holiday so close and near and dear to my heart because I haven't seen it since like, I think last year was my first year seeing it. And once I saw it, I understood fully why people were so obsessed. And I was like, oh, I like, I'm obsessed with this movie too. But Love Actually is just one I've seen for so many years and years and years. I'm going to have to pick that one. 1000%. Same goes for me double. You just took the words out of my mouth. Really? Um, okay. Because I feel like the holiday, of course, I've seen it many times, but I yeah. don't, if I didn't see it before Christmas, I'd be like, oh man, but I wouldn't be like, oh shoot, I had to watch that. It's part of my activities before Christmas. And the only storylines I really care about are Jude Law and Carmen Diaz and Kate Winslet and the old I'll man. say it. That's it. Jack Black doesn't, if it was honestly a different actor in his role, I think I'd be all over the holiday. I'm so sorry to Jack Black, but all I cared about was Kate Winslet and the old elderly man neighbor. I love them so I'm so sorry to the whole, everyone in the movie, but what I care about is the settings, the homes, Jude Law, and the old man. (laughs) It's a fun idea for a plot, and it's Mm -hmm. of course star-studded, and it's good vibes, and Jude Law really carries that film, like really put the team on his back. The holiday switch seems like something that you would do. <laughs> no, we should do it. Do you want it? Us together to <laughs> a different house or us with our houses. No, like you, you'll you go to the idyllic woods in northern Washington, Idaho area up uh-huh. by Canada. You'll be on the farm with oh, the snow. Oh, that's quite literally the difference of the California the versus the snow. Yes, and I will come down to Southern California and sit on the beach and read my book and have my eat, pray, love moment. Eat that sushi. sounds wonderful. In fact, I was watching Yellowstone and I was thinking what I wouldn't give to be at your house. <laughs> Actually, how many times? Okay. Um, Light. 
The Ooh. next one, we'll talk later. The next one we got, this one is a hard, hard one for me. Oh, Four Christmases versus the Cranks, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh my gosh, Ashley, don't make me pick. I'm going to go first. I okay. choose Christmas with the Cranks only because ever since it came out in theaters, me and my mother... And just me, I've been obsessed with that movie for the better part of 15 years. Like that one is possibly one of my favorite holiday films. I am, but The Four Christmases is, has me laughing out loud alone, which is hard to do. Yeah. Okay. I think my justification, I'm going to have to go with Four Christmases. Totally fair. Because I think Christmas with the Cranks has more nostalgia attached to it. Yeah. I don't even think, I don't even think like everyone watches Four Christmases often. Like a lot of people don't know what that is and that's the real American tragedy. But that also movie quoted a lot. makes me laugh more than any holiday movie I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, it's so funny. All of the side characters, I just, I can't get over it. I'm so I obsessed. Was actually, I actually had it on, like, in the background maybe, like, a week ago or, like, around Thanksgiving. And a little, uh, like, comment that we should start working into our vernacular is when the flights get canceled. And he's like, well, do you have a sister airline? And, they're like, and the flight attendant's like, no. And he's like, well, how about a cousin airline or an airline who's felt up another airline up their shirt or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's something dialogue. we should start saying. It's so witty, the whole movie, it's the whole witty. way through. It's so good. Um, okay, next one is – I honestly can't relate to this one. Bad Moms versus Daddy's Home too. <laughs> you know what? Neither of these are my culture. Okay. They're not necessarily mine either. However, you should sit down and watch Daddy's Home too because it actually is really funny. Why is it two and not the Because the first second one is about Christmas. The first one has nothing to do with the holidays. Oh, okay. Stunning. Yeah, yeah. I do remember enjoying Bad Moms and I love Mila Kunis. Um... Daddy, some I really want you to watch it. I really think you might, you might find yourself liking something new. That's all I have to say. This one is a slam dunk for me. National Lampoon versus Elf. Anyone who knows me well knows that I have Wait, some sort of you hate Elf, don't you? Yeah, some sort of weird thing against Elf. I've never enjoyed it. I think it is so dumb. And I like Will Ferrell. I do. Kicking and Screaming is one of my favorites. Um, and he's in Daddy's <laughs> Home too. So. <laughs> Uh, but I have ever since I was little had such a disconnect. I never latched to Elf. Something it's like me, mother and child, mother and child just like didn't latch to each other. That was me and Elf. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from. I think that Elf is a little bit or a lot of it obnoxious. Overhyped. It's overhyped. It's a. Yeah. I'll put it this way: it's a Christmas movie for boys. For boys, for boys only. <laughs> no, it's like definitely a staple, but just like yeah. put it on the background while you're decorating the tree or something. You don't need to like sit down and actually watch. Yeah, totally. In fact, I'm never going to introduce my children to it. Wait, so <clears throat> what was the other one? What, oh, what National one? Lampoon. Oh, 100%. That one is hilarious. Yeah, you're a crazy Uncle Eddie. Um, yeah. And then I'm about to fact check something that's going to blow your mind, and it's about National Lampoon Uncle Eddie. <laughs> okay. I'm 99% sure because – Someone, oh yeah, it is 100% true. Our dear friend just informed me of this. Guess who is Uncle Eddie's younger brother but in real life? It's also an actor that we like hold to such high esteem. Someone we actually hold to high esteem? Mm -hmm. We hold him to high esteem. He's probably like about 60 now. Um, we hold him to high esteem and he's in one of our like top 20 movies probably gosh this is so hard yeah he's had a big and he's handsome and he's handsome he uncle eddie's not, brother his younger brother kurt russell 
No, one more guess. But you're, to, you're, you're on the right vein. They have a good Christmas movie, Kurt and Goldie <laughs> Christmas Kurt Redford? <laughs> no, too, too old. One more guess younger. His younger brother, Uncle Eddie's younger brother, <laughs> is Dennis Quaid. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding no, me? No, his name, Uncle Eddie's name is Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, my God, that is a piece of pop culture oh, trivia for such you good today. Trivia. I knew you would be blown away. Yeah, so I figure Parent Trap is like in our top 20, like good old nostalgic things. Wait, that's literally nuts. I know. I, my, I don't think I ever would have My that. mouth fell open when I found out. Home Alone versus the Santa Claus. Uh, still giving me pause, but I do choose Home Alone, mostly because as an adult, the end makes me tear up when he smiles at his mom. <laughs> Home Alone is so good, but I actually love Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I haven't seen that since I was very little. I need to rewatch it. I don't you need to get on it because I... there's like three of them, and one of them has Jack Frost in it, and he's four. Um, which means then that The Family Stone is a standalone because nothing else can compare. Um, there is a movie called Love the Coopers. Nothing can there compare. is a movie called Love the Coopers. It's a Christmas movie. You might want to give it one watch, but it's not like nearly as good. Um. Okay, what about Deck the Halls? That one makes me laugh. I haven't seen that since it was literally on VHS at my grandma's house and I was like six. Danny DeVito and Ferris Bueller. I haven't. And also, <laughs> wait, is that the one where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to get his son the toy? Which one is that? No, no, no. That's way older. Okay. We are off track. There's also the one Jack Frost who plays the, who plays the dad where he turns into a snowman. <laughs> Oh, my God. Michael Keaton? I think so. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> yes, Michael Keaton. Look at me go. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Um, something that I also never latched to, but um, I made my friend watch The Family Stone the other day, so now she's making me watch this in full because I don't think I ever have, is um, It's a Wonderful Life. Ashley, that one is so iconic. I know about the ending, the bells and the, the wings on the angels and never, man's a failure really without friends. It, no, I know that. That's very much a phones down, cell phones on silent, the show's about to begin. Like you really got to watch I feel like one. this also doesn't align with my personality, but I kind of have trouble with black and white films. <laughs> is there a colorized, <laughs> is there a digitized version? <laughs> There is a colorized okay, version, yes. I might watch that instead. And White Christmas, I have never sat down and watched back-to-back, but I'm, like, fairly familiar. And I do enjoy having it on as a background noise, like on Christmas Eve or something. For sure. Background noise only. I can't watch that one. <laughs> it's aesthetically pleasing. Yes, it's very cutesy. Um, so overall, you were only allowed to show your children and your children's children and your children's children's children only one Christmas movie – which one do you choose out of this whole list? That's literally the hardest question anyone's ever asked you can just in my do life. Them. Okay. Mine are Family Stone. Stone and Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. Mine are The Family Stone. Maybe in Love Actually. Don't come for oh, me. I Don't like come it. for me. I like Love Actually. Some people have, like, a really strong opinion that they, like, hate that movie, and I'm shocked because I love it so much. I feel bad about my choices. I feel like I should have picked another one. Well, you don't have to feel bad. You can always change them later when you have kids. You don't have to feel bad. It's all hypothetical. You actually can show your kids all the movies if you want. (laughs) Too bad. It's meaningless. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. So the next thing that I think would be helpful for everyone is a short little gift guide. And I know I'm really throwing you into the ring because I didn't tell you to prepare for this. But I, <laughs> if you have any ideas, feel free to jump in. Feel free to jump in with any of these like 10 items that I name. These are just okay. little things that are almost geared more towards if you're going to buy your friend a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, someone like younger, a sister, a cut, a sister, a cousin, a friend. These aren't really like stuff for your parents. Parents are hard sometimes because I want to get them something nice, but like I'm poor and I'm 24 years old. Then you get your dad a book on smoking meat. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think he'll appreciate that yeah, gift. Totally he will. is so hard to buy gifts for. Like really, truly, like the hardest person I've ever had to buy a gift for in my entire life. So I think he might like it. Actually. You buy your mom another barnyard animal. Buy her another baby goat. I'm gonna bring her. If it ain't living and it ain't furry, <laughs> she doesn't want it. <laughs> If it ain't living, get it out of my sight. Um, okay. So actually, this is, yes, for your peers. You have a secret Santa coming up. Um, here are some ideas. Good. I think it's great to buy something um, small, little, like, tiny luxury things that people normally wouldn't buy themselves. I think that that's always a winner. So the first thing – Please give me an example. The first thing that I have is something that I actually gave you. I would never buy this for myself, but I'd love someone to buy it for me. The Cowboy um, Match – the cowboy match striker. I think it's such a fun accessory for your room or your apartment. And it's also yes. useful and it's decorative and it's the current trendy thing. Everyone's into this whole cowboy aesthetic. And I'm nothing if not current and trendy. You know me well. That's a good uh, TikTok buyer right there. I'm nothing if not current and trendy. <laughs> cute, 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 cute. Something else that I've really enjoyed when people give me in the past is you can find them at Anthropology or you can find nicer ones at other stores. A perfume sampling kit. Comes in little decorative packages. Comes with like 10 little tiny perfume samples. Great thing for people. Let me tell you, I recently ran out of perfume, which never happens. <laughs> so you'd like this? If any no, Hunger Games sponsors? That's not what I was going to say. If any listeners want to buy me something, no, I'm just kidding. I actually went, like I was telling you, the strip mall in Ohio over Thanksgiving. It was Black Friday. I got myself a perfume sampler. It was my first time doing that. And I love every single Oh, you bought it. Yeah, well, where did you buy it from? Give the people some ideas. Contribute a little. From Sephora. Okay. And they had a little sale going on and there was five samplers in there and I did, I smelled each of them. I haven't used them all yet or anything, but I've used two of them so far because they're really tiny and they smell so good. Uh I'm like, I want to buy all of them. And it's so fun. I have one from Anthropology. It's so fun to like mix and match to whatever mood you're feeling. And also to take on planes because you can't take your full size perfume. Um, If you're not checking a bag, so they're small enough to take on planes. So it's a win, win for everyone. Okay, next one that I have, I might actually go out and buy this for myself. It's not that expensive. I think it's under 20 bucks. Have you seen that Dolly Parton came out at Williams-Sonoma with like a line of stuff and it's in the cutest packaging? For example, one of the things is like a sugar cookie set and it's called Holly Dolly, I think. Oh my so gosh. The packaging the is- adorable thing I've ever heard. The packaging is so cute. I just took a screenshot of it. Let me fact check what I'm saying. Um, the packaging is so cute and it's not that expensive and it's at William. Sonoma exclusively. Yes, Holly Dolly Christmas sugar cookie mix. A William Sonoma exclusive. A William Sonoma exclusive. And it has a portrait of her on the front surrounded by a poinsettias. <laughs> oh, what a queen. Uh, I have a couple ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're allowed. <laughs> 
Um, teach, would it be all right if I gave my opinion? <laughs> I love when you say teach. Um, okay, so one of them, since we're talking about gifts that we've recently gotten our friends, Ashley, like months ago, sent me this TikTok of this book. It's a pop culture. Oh, yes. I finished it. Rom-com deep dive into like the art and the culture of the film, the rom-com genre and like how the rise and the fall of it, like the early 2000s, late 90s situation and like how it's evolved over time. So if your friends like pop culture, if they like movies, if they like celebrity culture, any of that, it's a very interesting gift. What's the and- name? Uh, I know. Is it like... Something like With Love from Hollywood. Actually, or it's called From Hollywood with Love. And yes, it's nonfiction. I finished it actually recently and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's aesthetically pleasing the cover, great to stack on a shelf, and it's super digestible. I picked it up and put it down so many times. Um, it has like 20 short chapters on 20 different rom coms and then also has pages on like Matthew McConaughey and Reese Witherspoon and Nancy mm-hmm. Myers. And it was really good. Cool. Thoroughly. Well, I'm glad you liked enjoyed. it. Okay. So that, and then in general, I have another a book, book that one of your friends has been wanting to read. Okay. Well, just bouncing off look. of that, I have another book. I want to buy this for everybody. Springboarding off of that. <laughs> Springboarding off of that one. I have a book that I want to buy everybody for their 25th birthday or whatever next birthday is coming up, except I'm having a devil of a time finding it. Um, but it's everything I know about love. I've shouted from the rooftops. We did a whole episode about this like four episodes ago. <clears throat> but one of my friends, she brought it to Friendsgiving and she, because someone else wanted to borrow it. And I was like, yes, everyone should pass this book around. It is so good for this time in our life. Um, so get that if someone's in their 20s. One of the years, I this is can be for your mom or up here, actually. Probably not your dad. I don't feel like your dad's going to care about this. <laughs> um, but when I went to New York a couple years ago for Christmas, I got this really nice, really cool ornament from the tavern on the green which is like that big fancy restaurant people yeah go you to. made everyone eat a steak at 10 a.m <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> only time there was a resi and i got my mom an ornament from there and she really loved it and cherished it so much it kind of fit the aesthetic of our house and it's just kind of sentimental and i know an ornament might sound like a small gift but if there's like meaning behind it and a story behind it i feel like that's a really cute thing to give someone especially because it's like small and then they'll put it on their tree for years to come hopefully and they'll always think of you and always think of that memory justice for ornaments more people should be buying ornaments justice, yes. for, ornaments. justice for ornaments um the last one that i have if you have a friend who's really into hosting um or anything like that uh for my birthday one of my best friends bought me some pretty champagne glasses from anthropology that i had really wanted um so there's also cheap ones on amazon that are pretty yeah well these ones anthropology has great christmas sales and also there's all price points on etsy we sleep on etsy there's so many things you can buy on etsy glassware do you know you should get the swifty in your life i'll tell you (laughs) what what i'll tell you i saw tell me (laughs) speaking of etsy i saw a tiktok where a girl makes these really cool vintage posters based on Taylor Swift's song lyrics and song titles, and they're really aesthetically pleasing, and they're so affordable. Should I just, like, shout her out? I think it's Cassie Design stuff on Etsy. Yeah, look it up, and I'll keep talking. Um, <laughs> Etsy, we are sleeping on Etsy. I know that it had such a surge, whatever, 10 years ago, but we're forgetting that there's so many uh, unique gifts for people. And also, just find stuff 
um, that is thrifted or like thrifted glass where you can find really nice stuff on Etsy um, or sleeping on it. I was correct. It is Cassie Design Stuff. That's her shop on Etsy. And I, if you want to be like me, which I know you do, you can get the Cowboy Like Me poster. It has two girls' little cowboy boots kicked up. Um, it's like blue and orange, and I'm going to put it in my entryway. It's so freaking cute. And then you can get a cheap frame on Amazon. Bada bing, bada boom. No one's going to know. Hang that shit on your wall and call it a day. Um, it's a Cassie Design Stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up for an Instagram. Great recommendation, Abby. Yes. And if you know your friends well, like give them stuff that they can put up in their room if you know their style and stuff. Yeah. And if they're a Swifty, they're going to love it no matter what because it's Taylor Swift lyrics, of course. Um. Oh, right. Thank you for the recommendations, Abby. Next up. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> You're so I love welcome. being put on the spot. I love being unprepared, but like pulling things out of my ass that are helpful. It's nice to have um, the um, exercising of the mind. Okay. Next up, instead of doing the usual activities to do, I want to focus on specifically new traditions to start this year that are Christmas themed. You know this is a hard spot for me, <laughs> traditions. <laughs> no, no, because you can have traditions alone. You don't have to do traditions with your parents when you're eight years old. For anyone that's confused, I Abby lacked traditions in her childhood. She had a good childhood. She I just know. lacked traditions. <laughs> I didn't even know I lacked them <laughs> until you until met I went to college. <laughs> And everyone was talking about, like, all these things they do every single year, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, like, whatever. That's not a gaping hole in my life. And then I went to my therapist, my psychologist, whatever her title is, in college, the one that's free, Kathy. Shout out, Kathy. And I was talking about, like, all these different things under the sun. And it all stemmed from my lack of traditions for, like, holidays and stuff. (laughs) And I was like, why is that affecting me so much? And we never really got to the bottom of it because I ran out of sessions. (laughs) Oh, well. Okay, well, <laughs> so um, here are some ideas for some traditions. Feel free to interrupt me when you can think of any, because what's nice, Abby, is that now going forth, you know what to do with your children or our children if you choose not to have any offspring. <laughs> Look at Abby, you already kind of have one under your belt, even though you hated it the whole time. Making a gingerbread house... <laughs> And having a it's not a tradition. I just did it because my friend's mom bought some. I know, but now that you did it this year, you can make sure to do it next year. I don't know. It took a lot out of me. I don't ah, know how to do that again. <laughs> like, for example, I know. I was talking to my friend yesterday, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we have to make sure we have to make a gingerbread house and vote on which one's better. We do now on Christmas. We just have to do it. Right. Okay, for yeah. sure. I think mine might be more – I might lean more into, like, the Christmas stringing, cookies when you decorate them. popcorn. You actually get to <laughs> the only thing that you can do is string popcorn. I do you want to do year. that? That could be kind of fun. That's funny. I actually remember vividly doing that one year and forcing my parents to do it with me. <laughs> You're going to? I forced them to buy the stuff. I forced them to make the popcorn, and we sat around. And my dad was like, why are we doing this again? And I said, because it's fun. <laughs> This one I started last year. You can do it with one friend. You can do it with a significant other. You can do it with 10 friends. Maybe not 10, actually. Five, enough to fit in a car. We said, okay, we're going to start going <laughs> and driving around this one era. We go to Pasadena, driving around and looking at the Christmas lights in this neighborhood. And then we're going to go to these strings of bars after. We're going to take hot chocolate. And then we're going to go hop bars after. I love that because at least half of that activity is free. And these days people have the gall, the audacity to be charging like 
50 bucks to go look at lights. 100%. When there are so many, at least in this part, like it's very neighborhood dense in California, obviously. There's 5 million neighborhoods you can go to. Yet there are still places charging $40 to go stare at lights. It's actually criminal and get that bag, sis, like capitalism at its finest. Like I won't be participating. I will not be throwing my hard-earned cash at that. Sorry. (laughs) This is actually just a critique of traditions. You critique the gingerbread house. You critique the lights. (laughs) Next, white elephant. I'm like, actually, I'm Scrooge and I hate them all. (laughs) Oh, you're Luther Crank. Um, White elephant with friends. Um, and I like more when you say that you have to get the gift from like Goodwill or Savers or something and not that you can just order something off Amazon because some people order stuff that's silly, but still like you just bought it brand new. I like when it's something really, really dumb from (laughs) that's very random. That's fun. That's funny. Yeah. That has character. That has grit. (laughs) True grit. Okay. That one passes your test. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Okay. Next one, this one isn't even a tradition. It's just something that you should be partaking in if you are someone who um, loves the bottle. Um, make sure to get yourself into a Christmas-themed bar at some point. Oh, 100%. That is something I will be throwing my money at, my, my hard, hard-earned <laughs> cash. I've done that already. I've done a lot of Christmas pop-ups in Nashville. They're really fun and cute. Like, bars everywhere are just going all out, and I love it. Yeah. Um, the thing is that I don't like about society is that <laughs> – for example, there's two ones in particular that I wanted to go to, but you need a reservation. Yeah. I'm tired of there being city, man. reservations. Living I'm in tired city. of cities. And the thing is that if we move to the non-city, if we move to the Dayton, Ohio, they're not having the Christmas pop-up bars. <laughs> so what? That's what's so a girl fair. to do? You're stuck. It's what's a catch-22. You know what a girl to do is? You got to go that to the dive bar that has Christmas lights up all year round. Okay. So the one, there's one particular. There's old men inside. It's called it's it's called something that sounds dive bar-y. And it has a Christmas tree inside and it has a ton of colored lights. And it's by the Christmas lights we look at. So that will have to Beautiful. Suffice. Let's go. Um, That will have to suffice. And then the last one that I have for you is to take yourself Christmas shopping alone and like get some treats. Get an ice cream. Oh, cute. Oh, go to the, I don't do enough things alone these days. Go to a salt and straw and try their Christmas flavors and take yourself shopping in a nice area of town. Or like go to like a like a bar or a hotel bar that's decorated for Christmas after and get yourself a little cocktail, a little treat. I think perhaps a like a snow angel competition or a snowman making competition if you live in a chilly place would be fun with the whole family. Um, luckily for me, I will have snow up the ass when I'm home. It's going to be so cold and there's literally like two feet of snow on the ground already. So I'm going to be trudging a path through <laughs> just to get into the door. That is so festive and I'm so that jealous. Be fun, right? All right. So we haven't done snack time in a while. Any books or anything that you got for me? Yes. So the real listeners will know that it's my New Year's resolution last year to read 50 books this year. And I'm on my way. I'm so dedicated to my craft. I'm reading up a storm lately. I took a little brief hiatus. I had like a lull in my energy and my enthusiasm for reading, but we are back, baby. We are back and better than ever. And I've been blowing through them. So let me tell you. Okay. I read The Kind Worth Killing. I got some thrillers, okay? <laughs> Nobody freak out. Say, say the stars after. The Kind Worth Killing, four out of five. Okay. One Italian Summer, so heartwarming, so cute, mother-daughter relationship, 
eat, pray, love, find yourself moments, five out of five. Really? Obsessed. Let's talk about obsessed, this later. Obsessed, Ashley. Obsessed. I want to talk about it in depth later. Continue. Okay. The one, if you like Black Mirror or like anything having to do with like dystopian or like futuristic society in any kind of way that's still kind of grounded in reality, you'll love this. Five separate storylines all related. So good. Okay. Okay. Then I read Then She Was Gone, another thriller. Oh, did you like? I think I read that a while ago. Yes. I kind of got it. Oh, I remember now. I kind of get them mixed up. Some thriller titles are like very similar and I'm like, was that the story? But no, no. I did like this one. I would give it four and a half out of five. Okay. Then I read a rom-com book, Evie Drake Starts Over. Did you like and that? And if you like... If you like Colleen Hoover or anything that's like light and cutesy and happy and there's like a love story, you'll like this one. But to be honest, not my favorite. Okay, I read it. I knew it wasn't my favorite, but I enjoyed the setting. I enjoyed the main. Yeah, the setting was good. And I also think I just wasn't in the good headspace mm, to like headspace fully enjoy it. Headspace is everything. Like that's probably why you didn't like one Italian song when I was obsessed and I cried. Yeah. Then oh gosh, you now read I'm reading so much. <laughs> I told you I'm trying to get to my goal. <laughs> and I'm almost finished with The Wives, which I was telling oh, Ashley yeah, about before we started recording. Short summary because it sounded really interesting. It's really interesting. And the thing is, I'm taking these book recommendations from my friend Jenna from the gym, and she reads so much more than anyone I've ever met in my life. So I know she has a good taste <clears throat> because she's recommended me really good ones before. And this one is about a modern-day polygamist where he has three wives. That'll get everyone hooked. <laughs> hold on to your hats um and it's told from the perspective of one of the wives and the the other two wives they don't know each other so they live like three separate lives but they all just kind of share this husband it's this agreement that they have it's very interesting right and then halfway through things take a wild turn you don't know who to believe things are escalating it's really truly a page turner like I cannot put it down I'm looking at it while I'm brushing my teeth while the food is cooking picking up the book like I cannot put this down and I'm excited to finish it tonight so if you like anything that's like a drama thriller psychological mystery vibes the wives Taryn Fisher 10 out of 10 <laughs> thank you Abby I will be getting that next yeah, um, yes also aside from all of these books I also found some time to carve out to watch the entire series of Wednesday and I loved it <laughs> You loved it? <laughs> yeah. Really good mixture of like a Hogwarts. I don't even like Harry Potter. I've never even seen Harry Potter. But like Hogwarts vibes and Stranger Things. So good. Can't believe that, they didn't release it in October before Halloween. This is a conversation Shut. for another date and time. Um, while you were watching that, I watched the Casey Anthony thing on Peacock. <laughs> Me and my mother were glued to the screen. Obviously, I firmly believe she's guilty i'm not one of her sympathizers i was just like intrigued by it so i watched a few episodes but we could talk about that later um okay two different girlies for the <laughs> books that i've read i'm not sure if i've mentioned this on the podcast the most fun we ever had five out of five i love a family drama lots of life lessons the vanishing half was very popular on tiktok honestly 3.75 out of 5. Didn't do anything for me. Didn't like the style it was written and people raved about it. Um obviously everything I know about love 5 out of 5. And then I read all three the summer I turned pretty. Um the first one 3 out of 5, second one 4 out of 5, third one 
3.75. I know they're made for kids, but I never read them and I felt left out. Um, and I never read them either. It was actually really good because they I finished them all, each separate one in like a different sitting. Um, mm-hmm. And now I know what happens in the show and I don't know if I like that. But since I like the show so much, I enjoyed this. Is the show similar to the books or no? Overarching, the first one is similar to the first book, correct? Okay. Yeah. Um, and also it was interesting because if I, what happens in the third one, and obviously they'll get to this in the show, what happens in the third one, if I had read this when I was like 11 or 12 or whatever age kids read this, I would have such a different viewpoint. And now I'm I'm way older than the character. So it's so interesting to think about how like dumb their decisions are. That's like when you grow up and you realize Brooke Davis is so much better than Peyton Sawyer. (laughs) Totally. I love Peyton when I was younger. Um, because I think they're like 19 or 20 in the last one. Um, yeah. the book that Abby gave me from Hollywood with love, five out of five nonfiction. Good to get that in. I read a book called mad honey by the author of my sister's keeper, Jody Picoult. It was really good. 4.5 out of five, honestly. Um, highly recommend. I read something called the holiday swap three and a half out of five. It was like literally reading a Hallmark movie. That sounds like trash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't see you or me picking up a book called The Holiday Swap and being like, this is going to be good. Well, I was trying to get in the spirit, okay? I was trying to get in the spirit. I would never read this unprompted. It was trying to be spirited. Okay, Trying to recapture what I had with One Day in December, okay? Okay, that's fine. Well, you can't recapture it, but good And I think I'm going to reread that, all right? This before between now and Christmas. Um, I also read – Maybe we should read that this weekend. Out of Pocket, we can. I also read Out of Pocket, <laughs> The Shining, because I had started in October, put it down, picked it back up. Wasn't as good as the movie, in my opinion. I think the movie's better. I think the movie's scarier than the book. Maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't in the right headspace. And then if anyone knows, one of my favorite books of this past year was 28 Summers, and the author wrote a 70-page little, like, thing to go after it called The Sixth Wedding. Um, and, yeah, it's only 70 pages. I read that real quick. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Speaking of that author, Ellen Hildebrand, yes, right? Love her. Love. She love, wrote love a Christmas. She has like little yes. Christmas shorts. I read one of them a long, long time ago. And I just got the Winter Street, or just I think Winter that's the Street. one that I have. Um, I just got it from the library. I have to go pick it up, but I'm excited about that. Keep it down. We could read that here. <laughs> don't don't pick it up. Um, but yeah, that's what I've read lately, and here's too many more between now and New Year's. We sound like such nerds. We just literally listed like a million books. We're like, these are all the things that we read. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Oh, also in addition, last thing for snack time. Uh-huh. By the way, if you're new to the podcast, we call it snack time because these are things we've been consuming lately. Content we've been consuming. Yes. And you know what? It's growing me on too. me. We used to call it that as a joke and I kind of like it too. now. Um, I also watched The Watcher on Netflix. Oh. So I know, randomly right? good so creepy was not expecting it to be that well done of a show a hundred percent um was so hooked and honestly like very very well cast and like a lot of unsettling scenes in the way that like actual thriller movies make you feel so weird i was like wow this is so good yeah i really enjoyed and you heard it here her fear god that's like i have a joke I sent you that TikTok of the guy doing the scat. You know how that is in the in the bar with the fluorescent lighting, the old man doing it. Yes. And so someone commented happy scatter day. 
People on the internet need do to it, calm do down. It. Like, give us a, so give us a funny for no reason. Give us a scat to close us out. skiddly dee bappity bappity bow Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you find us in any way, amusing, any way shape or please form. share it with your friends. Anyway, at all. Um, go ahead and yeah, subscribe and follow us on TikTok and Instagram as well. And then we have a guest for you next week. Um, some girl that I enjoy following recently on TikTok. But we'll talk about that later. Peace and love.